Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies, presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill and brought to you by ONTAP Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300. And today I'm going to be recapping the victory at home week four against Maine. So NIU is able to get back to 500 on the season with a 41-14 to victory over Maine. And to be honest, the first half was kind of like they were hanging with us. They were trading touchdowns. They were going back and forth with us. And then in the second half, the defense pitches a shutout, like unbelievable stuff. that They pitch a shutout. And we end up scoring 20 in the second half. So 20 in each half, can't ask for more than that from your offense. And a shutout from the defense. If you go back to the preview episode of this show, like I like to say on this show, I'm no magician. I don't have a magic ball. But I'd like to see, what I said is I'd like to see 250 total yards from Brocky. Or, no, I I think it was uh, 250 passing because I said 300 was a lot. And... Before the game, we were even joking about it in the press box with, you know, me and the other people that cover the team. And uh, they both said, like, they were just saying, like, over-unders, like, just just goofing. They said, like, 236.5. And I said, you know what, 300. Rocky finishes the day with 282 yards. I call for 250. He gets 282. I like to say I was right on my prediction. And from the defensive side of the ball, I said – we can win the game, but if we win the game and give up over 21 points, it's not going to be as sweet. And Coach Hammock, he talked about it at the end of the game in the press conference that, you know, the defense was able to, to make great adjustments on the fly. They were able to make the plays that they needed to make throughout the game. We had a couple of turnovers as well. And, uh, well, I, I want to say the turnover was actually on – one of the turnovers was on special teams. Shout out to Erica Brell. Long snapper picking up a fumble recovery. You don't see that too often. But going back to the press conference, uh, Coach Amick just talked a lot about uh, the team's resiliency and their ability to just continue to fight through things. He even, you know, he was talking about, he flat out said it. He said, we have a good football team. And he meant it. He said it with conviction. It was a fact. I believe it. As it was said, and I saw it out there today, last week was no indication on who we are as a football team and, and even the Wyoming game. Uh, people, especially in now's day and age, they tend to always want to look towards the negative side of things instead of the positive. And, you know, we were 0-6 last year. We're 2-2 two and two now. And we are four wins with eight chances to get those four wins away from being bowl eligible. And... Obviously, the Mac's still on the table. Bowling Green knocked off Minnesota this week, so the Mac is about as wide open as you can imagine. Western Michigan looked good today. They beat San Jose State. Toledo took uh, took out Ball State. But this team has everything right in front of them for the taking. And outside of uh, there was a fumble by Rocky and a pick towards the end of the half. But honestly, like, I don't really, like, I'm not going to say I don't count, but like, I really don't put too much stock into end of the half interceptions. Obviously you would have liked to see points there. It was a poor decision. He acknowledged it and he owned up to it uh, during the press conference, but offensively they really were able to get anything that they wanted today. And Harrison Whaley ends up finishing the game with a hundred and 
nine, or 130 yards on the ground. Rocky had 119 yards on the ground. And then in the air, the combination of Cole Tucker and Tyrese Ritchie went for 190 yards. And Cole Tucker on four catches has 114 yards on the day. Found out later that it was his second highest output as a Husky. His first highest was against Ohio on 2019 where he finished with 118 yards. So he was like one reception away, and there was an opportunity for it late. Tristan Tavis looked good uh, with his one reception. I know it was only one, but it was one for 21 yards. He looked good on special teams and blocking as well. Matt Ferentz, uh, let's talk about a guy that comes in, punches the clock, does his job, and just continues to nail opponents you know, behind their 20-yard line, within their own 20-yard line. And – I don't want to say I was like worried because I, I didn't think that he was like too injured last week, but you got to wonder how that affected his performance. But if there's one thing that we know about our special teams units with John Richardson, Matt Ferentz and Eric Abrell, as you saw by all their performances today, is those guys prepare like more <laughs> as much as I want to say they I don't want to say they prepare more than everyone else on the team. Every time I've ever been at a practice, uh, they're all over every time I've ever been at a practice, they're just kicking footballs all day, snapping footballs all day. And it's like special teams are kind of in your own world. And they, uh, I guess you would say are like self-managed for the most part. Obviously there's a special teams coordinator, but a lot of times they're doing stuff by themselves. And uh, yeah, I talk about a story. So this one time, uh, I want to say it was the first NIU practice that I went to of the season. It was, I think it was the media day. Matt Ferentz was walking. He was doing 100-yard drills by himself, practicing his drop, just 100 yards at a time. And I want to say Matt passed me like three or four times while I was standing at like the 30-yard line or whatever. And, yeah, that kid's going to be punting in the NFL uh, as long as we can get enough scouts at our games to see him. And, and I think he'll get found either way just because he, he is that talented. Maybe maybe a senior goal invite. We'll see. But – John Richardson, uh, he was able to make his kicks today. He kept the ball inbounds, didn't allow anything to get away from him. And, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a perfect game. Don't get me wrong. There was stuff to be left on the table in the first half. You obviously want to see, uh, you know, Northern pull away earlier, but they still eventually did pull away in the most convincing win I've seen since our win in 2019. I can't remember if it was Eastern – No, it wasn't Eastern Michigan. It was Akron. And wins against Akron shouldn't count for as much. But they won, I think it was like 46 to nothing or something. It was 40-something to nothing. That's all I remember from that game. But overall, like, the defense, they really – like, I'm (laughs) – I sound like a dad. Like, I'm proud as hell of them. They absolutely answered the call. And in the first half – they gave up a 99-yard touchdown drive, and I believe the other one was like a 74-yard touchdown drive. So, you know, the confidence wasn't all the way there at the half. The adjustments had to be made. They had to figure out what they were doing wrong and go from there. And they were able to do the right thing in the second half, and it ended up working out. In my opinion, like, is this defense going to be like a top unit in the MAC? We, we don't know, but – I saw fight, I saw willpower, I saw you will not beat me, and I saw talent out there today. And that is stuff that hasn't necessarily 
all been apparent throughout, you know, the last two weeks. But again, you take it with a grain of salt because obviously it's a, it's a different level of opponent the last two weeks. And, and Wyoming was actually playing down to the wire with, uh, who was it? It was Connecticut. And not great. Connecticut, I think, ended up losing the game. But this game right here, 41 to 14, again, like I said, not perfect. But I think it was like an identity game. I think it was this is who we are as a team, and you're not going to take that away from us. And we're going to run the football another day on the ground with 45 attempts. Uh, Rocky got up to 24 attempts on the air. And I mean, 24 for 282, those are like video game numbers, over 10 yards of completion a great performance from him today and it's got to leave you feeling happy and, and, and feeling like this future is bright for this Huskies team being led by Rocky Lombardi, especially considering he'll be here uh, for over a couple of years. So, or I want to say at least two years, like he'll be here this year and he'll be here next year. So yeah, I, I can't say I'm surprised because the kid is just a dog. Like it has been said on the, uh, on the live version of this podcast over at Fatty's, but the dog mentality came to eat today. And you had to figure this team was going to be pissed off after losing the way we lost last week. And I think, although, like I said, it wasn't the perfect game. It wasn't like some of the games that we saw today where it was like Georgia won like 65 to nothing or something. And like Miami won like 69 to nothing. That's fine. We don't need to win like that. I think the way the way Coach Hammock said it in the press conference was perfect. I don't know. I don't know if I have the exact quote right, but he talked about being ourselves, and I'm I'm quoting him as I say that. But being ourselves, and I think the team was themselves today, and they were successful uh, in in putting their best foot forward. The coaches put them in the best positions to win, and they were able to make plays on both sides of the ball and special teams. On the defensive side of the ball, you know, the defense was flying all over. Jordan Gandy looked great. Dylan Thomas looked great in his new rover position, wearing number 16 as well. He had a couple tackles and a TFL. Um, Michael Kennedy had a nice TFL. I mean, the boys were buzzing. They were all over the field, and they were making it difficult for the main receivers to really get anything going. And we can just look at it through the numbers. Main only netted. 165 passing yards and 125 rushing yards through this game. So they actually held them at 200. They held them under 300 yards, 14 points and 300 yards game ball to the entire defense. Like I did not believe that that was going to be the performance this week. And they exceeded my expectations. I'm sure they exceeded, you know, other listeners and other fans' expectations. And it, it is just absolute insanity. When we started this season, nobody thought we were, you know, nobody thought we were going to beat Georgia Tech. Obviously, nobody thought we were going to beat Michigan. We didn't. But nobody thought we were going to be sitting at 2-2 two and two going into conference play and only having – to win four games to go to a bowl game. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great time to be a Husky. It's a great time to get behind this program and support the program. The stands, uh, the attendance for today was 1,070 – or not 1,000, that would be terrible. That's like a high school game. I'm bad at reading, but 
10,076 people and they were hurt. They were a loud bunch. They were able to make sure that they made a difference. And two, I also saw uh, the players down on the field making their their voices heard and, and making the juice and the energy felt. And yeah, it was a phenomenal thing to see. And overall, like just a great, a great day. Um, didn't really know what to expect. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I called for them to win by like three touchdowns or something like that on the pregame. I think I said like 35 to 14 or something like that. So I wasn't too far off, but at halftime, it wasn't all gravy. Like I didn't feel super confident that they were going to be able to pull this game out at least as convincingly as they did. I thought it would be more of a white knuckler or more of a game that went down to the wire. And it wasn't. It was at halftime, you know, pick your teammate up, pick your brother up, figure it out, and let's go out and finish this game in the second half. And there was no doubt who the better team was in the second half. And, yeah, you you can't ask for more. It was a shutout in the second half, like I said before. But this team – is going to have have every opportunity to make the best of this season. And it starts next week, homecoming against Eastern Michigan. Uh, that's going to be a very interesting matchup. Eastern Michigan beat us last year, and they're a quality team. They have a good quarterback. They have good running backs, and they know they know their identity. They know what they want to get done. So Eastern Michigan, it should be a close game. I think we're probably going to win next week, but we'll get into that this week. Uh, before I get into to game balls and everything for the game, this Tuesday we'll be at Fatty's Pub and Grill in DeKalb for our fourth live show. And this Tuesday we're going to be joined by NIU offensive lineman Logan Schernitz and NIU offensive lineman Nolan Potter. So get out there at about 6 o'clock. We will start promptly as we always do. The show will run about an hour. It'll be a great time. Uh, like I said, it's our fourth show, and it's just been something that we've been having so much fun with. It's been a blast, be, you know, getting to know our players and get their stories out there. And then, too, to get, like, the live, raw reactions of of what the season's like and how the players feel after each game. So I definitely uh, i am having a lot of fun with just this season in general, and I can't wait to see where the team takes this season. But – yeah, the live show aspect of it, you know, the NIL aspect of it, all of it. It's it's a very uh, rewarding, I guess you would say, experience and makes me proud as hell to be a Husky. But, yeah, Tuesday at 6 p.m., Logan Schernitz, Nolan Potter will be out at Fatty's. Come hang out with us. Come grab a drink. Come get dinner. Come get to know uh, some of your offensive linemen. Nolan had a tackle today. Nolan had a tackle on a fumble, and, yeah, he uh, he hawked the dude down. So it was great to see that from Nolan. But this team will make a bowl game. I'm, I'm putting it out there. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't know which week they'll clinch that. Let's see if we can shoot for a MAC championship. I'm a, a greedy person. I want it all. And if that's on the table – who says we can't get it done? Why not us? So with that being said, for offensive game ball for this week, this is a tough one, but I'm going to have to go Rocky Lombardi. And four total touchdowns, 282 yards, 17 to 24 through the air, um, and one interception and one fumble. But 
it's fine. 41 to 14, that, that stuff will get cleaned up. Able to get a couple different receivers involved, Richie, Cole Tucker, Trayvon Rudolph, and uh, Clint Rakovich, as well as Tristan Tavis, all had receptions. But the defensive side of the ball, and this is, I think, like the, the first time I'm doing it, I'm just going with the entire defense, including coordinator Jackson. Don't care. <laughs> the whole defense uh, really had us at halftime feeling like like it was going to be another one of those performances that we were going to just be white knuckling the whole time. Just like, can we please find a way to win a football game? And they did. And they did their thing like no other in the second half with the shutout. They were able to create havoc, cause turnovers. And they even got a turnover on special teams too. Like I said, Eric Abrell was able to recover a fumble, but overall, I would say like an A minus, maybe a B plus performance from the team. They won. That's all you can ask for. It doesn't matter by how many points. It doesn't matter how it gets done. As long as you get that victory next to your name for the day. And they were able to do that. And now we're on to Eastern Michigan next Saturday at Husky Stadium. And I'm actually going to be uh, throwing, I guess you would say, a little get together, a little tailgate. I wanted to pick like one game during the season that I could just, I guess you would say, go and be a college student one last time before I'm officially just an old man who loves sports. But yeah, I wanted to do it this week, but I didn't know how it would be uh, received on a, uh, on a conference week. So, or on a non-conference week. So I figured homecoming, good opportunity. And it's, it's wedged right in between two live shows. So can't complain with that. I don't know. I don't, I'm not expecting it to be like too crazy. If you're in town, stop by. I haven't figured out exactly where we're going to be at. I can't confirm. We probably won't have a U-Haul, but we will be cracking them. We will be having a good time. And, and we look forward to, uh, to getting out and just enjoying the game. I'll still be live tweeting. And obviously there will still be podcast episodes and everything. Cause it's not like I'm not going to the game, but yeah, I, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, special teams, we're going to go outside the box today, and we're going to give it to Eric Abrell because of his fumble recovery. Big momentum play during the game, and you just love to see him having the hustle and the mindset to get down the field and go and make a play on the ball, and it just kind of hopped right into his hand. So right place, right time, right guy was able to get it done. The guys were able to win a football game, and – we're on to Eastern Michigan. I guess you would say the only, there's only like a couple small takeaways that I have from the press conference, but it's apparent the growth and maturity of this team. And like, we're watching it in real time. And I think that's like one of the most rewarding and like the best parts about being a sports fan is like, you're seeing the growth on the field week in and week out with the results with the wins. And you're just seeing this team, really get after it out there. Um, a couple notes. Rocky had his first, I didn't know, it was his first career rushing touchdown this week, and he ended up getting three. From the defensive side of the ball, Jordan uh, Jordan Gandy acknowledged that they need to start games better and they need to have better tackling technique. That's stuff that they're going to, that they anticipate on cleaning up throughout the week. Obviously, less penalties um, and, and stuff like that needs to be cleaned up. But, yeah. The attention to detail, the adjustments into half, 
made things simpler for this team is what Coach Hammock said. And they were able to go out and get the job done. So you can't, you literally can't ask for anything more. I didn't know what the spread was going into this game, but I found out they did apparently cover the spread. So interestingly enough, they got that done too for our out of state betters, but they checked every box. They found ways to win football game today. And that's what they need to start getting ready for towards next week against Eastern Michigan. 24 hour rule is now in effect. Uh, this is Saturday, six o'clock, give or take. Just got back from the game. Uh, instantly queued the mic right up. So ready to roll, ready to roll for next week. And I cannot wait to see what this team has in store for our first conference game and what should be a phenomenal game to attend and probably one of the Mac games of the week. So look forward to seeing that. Look forward to seeing you out there if you guys are able to make it out to the tailgate. But again, this was Huskies on Tap presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill and brought to you by OnTap Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300. And you can follow our main accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Huskies on Tap. Be out there on Tuesday at Fatty's. We're going to be hosting the live version of this podcast where I will have Nolan Potter and Logan Schernitz as my guests this week. But as always, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Huskies on Tap. If you were out there at the game, even though I don't work for the school, I am a student here and I bleed red and black. We appreciate, you know, the support and, and getting out to the games to support these athletes because they really are getting better. And this really is a process and you got to trust that process. And it's going to finish a lot better than the 76ers process. I can promise you that, but I'm rambling now. We're on to Eastern Michigan. Huskies win this one 41 to 14. Follow our socials. Get out on Tuesday to see us at Fatties. Get out on Saturday. We're going to be tailgating and go Huskies. Yeah. I got drinks of living left in the kitchen whipping magic. I got drinks of living left in the kitchen whipping magic. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Twelve put me over, coming with it. They took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping in heart away.